It's that time, Gamer Nation. Grab your drinks, get some snacks, and plug in your headphones because you are now connected to Next on the Sticks. Welcome, gamers of all ages. I'm your host, Zach Rogers, along with my co-host, Morgan Pangle. How is it going, Morgan? It is going good. I am glad to be here. Yeah, I. you know what? I'm glad that you're here. You know, it's always nice to have you, and it's always a pleasure to have you alongside with me every single week. You know, did you did you get some good games in of uh, Racerama? Oh, I absolutely did. Had to had to grind on Racerama today, so. Hey, man, the grind is always real. But today... We are talking about, and if you do not know, we are continuing a series that we started last week. Uh, this is going to be a six-week series, just uh, dedicated to specific consoles. Last week was Retro Nintendo, and this week we are going to do the modern Nintendo games, which includes the Wii, the Wii U, and the Nintendo Switch. You know, in the, in the following weeks, we, we will be talking about Xbox and PlayStation, but... Right now, we are getting into modern Nintendo consoles. Morgan? Yes? You know, did you play the Wii a lot, you know? Oh, I absolutely did. I love the Wii. Well, we are going to be talking about Wii and its many, many games. Or at least back a few, at it again, folks. Few, back at it again. The, a few select Wii games, but there are a ton, and let me tell you, a ton of games that really defined this console and uh this console generation i know uh with the wii the you know i think the playstation 3 was out, the xbox 360 was out and those were more for like fps games that i remember especially back in my day but the wii i was i don't know it was more casual like in my mind i had a wii growing up and it was more for the casual gaming had had a lot of games that you could just pick up and then put back down and, you know, come back two hours later and then pick it up again. Uh, very calming. And, you know, this really defined my childhood. Uh, a lot of good games and a lot of just good time I had with my family. And I feel like this was very uh, advertised as a family console because a bunch of people could play at the same time. Uh, I know. I think the limit was four uh, Wii remotes, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember my entire family playing this and just having a really, really good time. Yeah, I noticed, Zach, you said that the Wii was a lot more casual, but I know for all my folks that played Wii Sports um, that it was not a casual experience. Uh, Wii Sports was an awesome introduction uh, to the video game world with the Wii. You had different modes. You had baseball, tennis, uh, rest, or boxing, um, bowling and golfing. You had five options to choose from, I believe. I hope I'm not missing one. Um, and each brought its own set of challenges. You had to, in each one, you had a certain skill level, and that would determine some of the equipment you got to use. And bowling, if you reached a higher skill level, you got a cool bowling ball. And let me tell you, it was a pretty serious competition in my family to who could get the bowling ball the fastest. Um, 
you know, I see videos of people trying to get uh, perfect scores on the Wii games. And, and then they also the mini games as well. Um, and don't forget about Wii Fit. Um, so Wii Sports in general uh, was a very, very great game. Uh, had a lot going for it. Um, and its partner, Wii Sports Resort, was for the folks that wanted to take a vacation from their Wii Sports onto Wii Sports Resort. Mm-hmm. Lots of different games. Ping Pong, I believe, is on Wii Sports Resort. Oh, dude, I crush Ping Pong. I crush everybody. <laughs> If you're good at Wii Sports Tennis, you'll be good at Wii Sports Resort Ping Pong. Um, but both games really go together as a uh, not just an experience that was advertised to get you moving, you know, more than <laughs> rather than the Xbox <laughs> players sitting on their couches playing Halo all day. The Wii Sports line of products was able to get the consumer moving, and then they added on Wii Music, which is a for uh, the more musically gifted um, individuals that played video games. And it was, let me tell you, it was so great Um, from the saxophone to the marimba to the cat suit, uh, whatever instrument you wanted to choose, you (laughs) could play along to different songs. You had beginner level songs and then more difficult songs. You could make your own music video, your own album. And uh, that was pretty crazy. So yeah, we music was a heck of an experience. We can't forget about what was the name of the the name of the little guy. I cannot remember his name. Party Phil. That's not his name. That's his name. That's his name in we in uh we party, but um the little guy with the Mozart uh, looked like Mozart had the powdered wig. Oh, let me tell you what a guy! But yeah, the whole Wii experience. I mean, maybe it's just the nostalgia talking, and it probably is, but truly one of the better gaming experiences. Uh, Morgan, I believe the game that you missed in Wii Sports was golf. Oh no, no, I said golf. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, I'm just I said, not paying. I'm just not paying attention. Then. I said okay. golf, and at the end, okay, okay, all right. Well, I'm pretty sure you got all of them. But yeah, as Morgan was saying, we sports, I mean, we sports, we sports resort, and we music, all very, very great and very instrumental games, <laughs> pun intended. Uh, they just really define, and again, define this console, or we. To me, it's very campy, but it's just kind of corny a little bit. But I mean, that's what makes it so nostalgic and makes it so memorable. Dude, I remember. Uh, specifically in Wii Sports Resort. And I still do this with my brother to this day, trying to beat his uh, three-point challenge uh, in basketball in the three-point challenge. And I'm trying trying to beat that, and I probably never will because you have to almost get perfect score. But, you know, it's just a fun time, and, you know, it's better Wii Sports and a lot of Wii Sports Resorts and a lot of those fitness games way better than the, the Kinect. <laughs> way better than the Kinect. Anyone that disagrees is sponsored by Microsoft. <laughs> sponsored by Microsoft. We definitely not sponsored by Microsoft right now. But if they wanted to sponsor, just let us know, Microsoft. We're listening. Um, yes, 555-555-5555. Yes, but, you know, another great game that was less competitive but still very raging, rage-inducing is uh, Animal Crossing City Folk, which you're thinking – why is that rage-inducing? Tom Nook, that's what that's what I'll say. Tom Nook is very rage-inducing. No, I'm just joking a little bit. But Animal Crossing is just a game for you. If you just have time, you need time to just relax, and you need time to just focus on something other than uh, what you've been doing for the last, like, three hours, this is the game. This was the game, and this is the series for you. Um, Animal Crossing really just gives you... It gives you the chance to be responsible, I guess you you can do certain tasks. You can uh, plant trees, uh, get fruit, like buy a house, pay off your house, pay like pay your mortgage off. Like you're kind of sort of living in the real world, but it's also, I mean, it also feels like you're disconnecting from the real real world too. 
and it really just gives gives you a chance to just relax and to just connect with people in your your little world in um your little city and this specific one for city folk um i know animal crossing is didn't start with this one it started with the gamecube i'm pretty sure but it has grown to be a very wildly and loved franchise that me and i know a ton of my friends love playing on a daily basis yeah, I don't have any experience playing Animal Crossing, but I see a lot of people talk about it on Twitter, um, and at least the newer iteration of it that is on the Switch, we'll, we'll touch a little bit later. Um, but I see people talk about it a lot, Animal Crossing. Uh, during the pandemic, and we're obviously recording this during um, uh, t- 2021, where the pandemic is still around, but during really mm-hmm. the height of the pandemic over the summer, Animal Crossing gained a lot of traction because people were stuck inside and they were grinding that animal crossing oh um, man i was so grinding i was week, grinding i uh, grinded over 100 hours grinding the bells grinding the bells but the og we animal crossing obviously i didn't have the time to or i didn't get to play it but i hear a lot of good things about the franchise so you know the Wii, the Wii is so much fun i had so many good games but you know it's all about you and that's what we're going to talk about the wii u five 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 let us know let us know. Uh, no, but the, the Wii U, I, I hate to say it, this was a flop. I, I mean, it really was. Most of Nintendo's consoles, I feel like up to this point, were bangers. Or at least even if they weren't, they weren't catastrophic failures. Not that this was 100%, but it really just didn't, just really didn't hit the home run. Didn't really hit the Grand Slam. I, I don't know. I never really had a Wii U mostly because i heard really bad things about it just not a good concept because it took the wii and gave you like a gamepad with with like a screen on it but you still had yeah. the, but it still had the console which you still, still had to like put games into it yep it's a good idea it's revolutionary yeah but it really was limited in what you could do i don't know i really wasn't worth the the price tag but i know i mean I know a lot of people who still have this and still have it and still play it. This console to this day, I definitely don't plan to because it's pretty much dead. Thank you to the Nintendo Switch, but we will talk about that uh, sometime later. But, you know, probably the one of the only good games, Morgan, uh, was Super Mario Maker, right? Yeah, Super Mario Maker is awesome. Now, I had experience playing this on the Wii U. Um, and I this game, I'll tell you what. I mean, it's one of those games that you can buy and play forever because levels constantly get updated and people make new levels. Um, it's one of those games that will always be relevant even when the console gets old because it's just a fun experience. There's a lot of rage to be had. It was trending on YouTube for a long time. Super Mario Maker really allowed people to get creative. You know, we saw the OG Mario levels, but some people created some stuff that is crazy. Some levels that take hours and hours and days and days and weeks and weeks to create. Um, so Super Mario Maker um, was an incredibly fun game for the Wii U. Obviously, Wii U, like that you said, Zach, was a flop, F-L-O-P. But uh, Super Mario Maker was definitely something good that came out of it. Probably the one of the only good things that came out of the gamepad. I mean, yeah, I mean, you said it pretty much because they ended up making a sequel to this one. Uh, Of course, Super Mario Maker 2. And, I mean, 
I had definitely have played this game a couple times, and I will tell you some of the fan-created worlds are rage-inducing. Like, you have to have perfect timing jumps, just perfect timing spins, and, like, if you make one mistake or even just pause for just a microsecond, you're dead. And it's, it's like, 1%. People, like, want, or like only 1% of people have, like, completed and cleared these levels. But it's just, this game kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, of Minecraft a little bit in the fact of, like, you give people uh, the tools to create uh, levels and worlds um, that they want to create. Like in Minecraft, yeah, I mean, you can create whole buildings and whole worlds. But this, you can create levels of Mario that you were never able to play um, in any of the Super Mario games. And this just gives a lot of creative freedom for that. But, you know, speaking of Super Mario, I, I feel bad for not talking about it last time uh, in our retro Nintendo. Because, I mean, that was such a monumental game. And I really just started Nintendo down a path of fame. And especially just for like Mario as a character. But a game that was really heavily advertised, I remember this, uh, for the Wii U was Super Mario 3D World. I like I literally only know this game, or at least it's really only known well because of Mario in the cat suit. Or I think, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, and I <laughs> really only remember this becoming uh, becoming a meme. And just Mario in the cat suit. Oh, what is he gonna do next? But I, it, I don't think it really. This game really didn't capitalize or just innovate too much on like the other uh, Super Mario games. I remember Super Mario Wii was a really, really fun game that I played a lot. But uh, Super Mario 3D World uh, tried to take this, you know, side-scrolling 2D adventure and make it more 3D, 3D aspect to where you can explore the entire space which there are other mario games that do that so i don't think it was necessary i mean this game was popular but not as popular as the other ones and it pretty much again well this defined the wii u in a bad way uh because it just didn't really make the the sales weren't there and um yeah it's just again it was a flop just like the this game was a flop just like the the wii u yeah, Zach, like you said, cat suits bring revenue. I think I should get that on a T-shirt. But, yeah, I didn't have a lot of experience playing Super Mario 3D World. Um, heard some okay stuff about it, but mainly heard that it was just a flop, just like the console. Flop, flop, flop. But let's move on to a console that didn't flop, but instead is one of the more popular consoles in today's market. Uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and flop on over to... <laughs> Did we switch on over? Oh, that's a better one. We're going to switch on over to the Nintendo Switch, my personal favorite Nintendo console. I mean, this is revolutionary. Like, I I don't know how the development team came up with this idea. I mean, I think that's what they were trying to do with the Wii U, but they just had a separate console with the gamepad. But they pretty much just fused those two together. We're like, okay, we're going to make a portable... um, portable console like basically we're gonna we're gonna create a handheld console but we're going to make sure that you can play it on your tv as well so that handheld is the console you can you can plug it into the dock you can play it on your tv but you can also take it with you on the go and just play it in your hand or set it on 
uh, on a table, on a stand, or on anything, and just uh, play it free, uh, hands free. And I just, this was, this was the money maker. I mean, this they still get sold out to this day. I mean, uh, it's really hard. It's still hard to find a Nintendo Switch. I remember during the pandemic, especially since uh, supplies were limited. I I barely got my hands on a, on a Nintendo Switch. Like there was only like five left at GameStop, and uh, I was like, I gotta get this now. Still, I have it to this day, and I still play a ton of games. Like I a ton of games. Uh, probably the one I play the most though, Morgan. Hear me out. Is Mario Kart Eight Deluxe? Oh yes, I mean that game is incredible. Not only because they added Dry Bones. I mean, already greatest character known to man, but. Just the two-item system in Mario Kart? Craziness. There's just lots of good stuff Mario Kart 8 Deluxe added. Uh, Mario Kart 8 was great, but for me, I don't know. It's the Deluxe. I don't know. Maybe it's the extra characters. Maybe it's the two-item system. Maybe it just feels faster, a little smoother. Um, But I really enjoy Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, Zach and I have played it a good bit. Um, And, yeah. It's just a really good game to grind, trying to get all those stars for for the Grand Prix. Uh, I'm still trying to grind for that, and it's been a year, so uh, it takes a while. I would say the one complaint I have for the game is that, like you, like the Mario Kart Wii, I feel like you should be able to, like as you progress, unlike unlock characters and unlock um, other things, like with time trials and stuff like that. But I mean, this you unlock carts when you progress the game, and it, but it just doesn't really seem that fun. It doesn't really seem rewarding. But I feel like the thing that keeps drawing me back is is like trying to three star um, every single every single map and just playing with other people who have the switch or playing with Morgan a lot. I mean, we I, I don't know about you, Morgan, but I rage a lot at this game, especially if I like I'm first place five feet from from the cross uh, from the finish line and I get hit with the red shell. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of rage. I mean that that happens way often than not, but this is just such a good game. I mean Mario Kart, we've talked about it before. Uh, it, it's just such a memorable series, and they just keep adding good things to it. I know they, I said I criticized them for not uh, having a good unlockable system, but they make up for that in the gameplay, and especially like Morgan said, the the two items that you can use while you're racing. You know, probably the most synonymous game with this console, with a Nintendo Switch, is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I mean, this was a revolutionary game. Like, it's so stunning, so beautiful. It's open world, so you can do whatever the heck you want. You can go do go do missions, go do side missions, and just do little secret uh, Easter eggs and stuff. Or you can do the main missions like I usually do. But this is just such an innovation of what Legend of Zelda is usually like. Not really a side scroller, but just it's usually it feels very linear in the story that it tells. But this one is just so dynamic, and there's so many things for you to do. And again, it's breathtaking. Um, no pun intended. You know, Morgan, I know you don't play Legend of Zelda, but I f- I feel like you uh, you've heard of Breath of the Wild. Oh, I definitely have. I've seen people play it before. I heard it's pretty fun. Uh, I never really played. I played a little bit of Ocarina of Time, but like, just in general, have not played a lot of Legend of Zelda. So, yeah, but I've heard a lot of. I mean, it's incredible things about Breath of the Wild. People really like this game. 
I can see why from a lot of the gameplay, the the atmosphere seems breathtaking. Um, so I've just heard a lot of good things about him. And yeah, this, I will say, out of all the, the consoles for like Nintendo that we have looked at, this is probably the most well-known and the most popular and probably the best console um, that they've ever come up with. I mean, it's just so revolutionary in what it can do. Um, I mean, it, it's a handheld. It's uh, something you can play on your TV and something you can take with you on the go. Uh, I mean, it just does so many things in one, and it still powers your games, and it still runs it at a frame rate, which still looks stunning. Uh, I know the other consoles, like, you know, the GameCube and the N64, uh, SNES, NES, all those consoles are very nostalgic, but they don't... They don't really uh look, they're the OG consoles, but they don't really compare to what the Switch is. Exactly. I mean, let's be honest, they're great consoles. We gave them their fair due last week when we talked about the retro, they're the OGs, we love them. We grew up with them, it's good stuff. But the Switch is just on another level. I mean, we can recognize greatness and also recognize history. Both consoles have their place, uh but listen, it's hard to beat the Switch. I mean, I think the Switch is probably going to be around for the next five to ten years. I mean, even after like they stop making it, it's still probably going to be the the most well known and the and the coined as the best console Nintendo has ever made. I mean, it's beating out so many other consoles. I mean, and Xbox and PlayStation in revenue by ten times. I mean, it's. Again, I keep saying it's such a great console, but it really is. And I think if you have the chance to play it or to get one, you should definitely, definitely get one. Well, I think that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in this week. Tune in next week to hear about the PlayStation consoles and specifically the retro consoles. This has been Zach Rogers and Morgan Pangle on Next on the Sticks.